0: New on CuriosityStream.
1: From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We
0: track them. We study them. We hope the big one never comes. Don't look up. It's asteroid rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick. They even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.
2: Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information.
0: And now, please welcome Rob Bradford. It's time for
3: The Bradford Files, right now on WEI.com. Well, welcome to another edition of The Bradford Files, sponsored as always by Ghoul's Distinctive Clothing, the people who make me look so darn good. And today, we're honored to have, once again, you know the baseball season is upon us when we have this guest on, Tori Lovello, bench coach for the Boston Red Sox. Tori, welcome to my podcast.
1: It's always nice to be here, Rob. Thank you for having me.
3: All right, right, you're the guy. you're the guy who formulated spring training. You didn't really invent spring training. I don't want to make it seem like that, but – you invented the Red Sox spring training and mapping it out of saying this is what we are going to do and this is what we want to accomplish. Now as we sit here on the cusp of opening day, you look back of how you planned things and how things unfolded, what's your takeaway? I
1: you know, I think we're right where we should be. It's, uh, it is a tough process. It starts sometime after January. Last time we spoke about that, I was – leading into what goes on. It's not an easy thing to organize because there's a lot of moving parts to it. But the bottom line is it's to condition the athletes, get their minds and bodies right, and get them ready for, spring, or, um, get them ready for opening day. And I think we've accomplished that. you got to make adjustments along the way because there are injuries. You know, Unfortunately, some things happen and pop up that we can't predict. And uh, in making those adjustments, there's, there's a lot of things that happen. But by and large, here we are three days away from breaking camp. I think we're exactly where we need to be.
3: Where does some? Can you mention some of the adjustments that you, looking back, that you did have to make?
1: Um, you know, I, I think that we we had a very strict and tr- strategic plan with some of our starting pitching. We had to make some adjustments with guys that would come in and throw those early baseball games, uh, while our starting five were kind of feeling their way around and taking some extra rest. Uh, you know, that was easy. We predicted that, and we knew that was going to happen. So it wasn't so much as a challenge as was Jake Peavy cutting his finger. Mm-hmm. Um, little things like that pop up every day, all day. Uh, and we have discussions every day uh, about certain things that will happen. So we, we have to kind of ramp up times. We have to back down on times. But the bottom line is we listen to the athletes. We listen to the training staff and make adjustments moving forward.
3: Well, speaking of the training staff, you know, one of the adjustments I guess you would guys would have had to make was with Grady Sizemore because no one really knew what how that was going to unfold. And John even talked about a little bit today. You guys played him in left field because you don't know how good he's going to play center field. Um, talk a little bit, if you can, about how from the coaching perspective in the planning perspective, how Sizemore changed as you uh, went along here.
1: Well, that's exactly one of the things I'm talking about. It's a great point. It's a great question that you know, it was very unpredictable with Grady. He hadn't played in a couple years. We weren't sure exactly what was going to happen with, with his volume and his intensity and his, he was ramping up. So he was a day-by-day day thing, and uh, we would get information every day from our medical staff on him as well as all the other players. And based on the criteria that we were following, we were trying to get him ready um, at, at a good pace that wasn't going to um, be too burdensome. So uh, on a daily basis, we would meet talk it over what is our strategy what do we want to do what kind of volume do we want to have when do we want to back to back him? when do we want to give him days off when do we want to try and get him three days in a row and it was all mapped out according to plan a but along the way you have to be ready for plan b if he comes in the next day a little bit sore and the best part about this is grady has not come off of the plan the original plan that has been set forth he's had so many good days that we've kind of been ramping him up at a very good pace
3: when you look at, uh, like, like for instance, Grady gets on base and he's a base dealer, but you want to reel him back a little bit and pick the right time for him to implement that plan. Um, the actual games itself, when you when you it's one thing to plan for the camp, but then the actual game start. Did you get what you wanted out of the games itself, in terms of setting the tone, in terms of of just doing what you wanted to do in preparation of the season? Because that's what really worked last year heading into the opening day.
1: Correct. Last year I think we hit these guys pretty hard with some of our concepts and thoughts and, and the way we wanted to play the game. Uh, once they heard it and we outlined it, they took it from there and they executed the plan perfectly and even took it to a new level on their own. And that's what made this team so dynamic last year is that they were able to play at their own pace and play the way we asked them to. Um you know, this year was a little bit different. We, we kind of hit the ground running with some of our thoughts. These guys knew the drills we wanted to do. You know, the package was already in place, and they knew it. They knew exactly what we wanted to do. So what it allowed us to do is get a little bit more creative and dynamic inside of those concepts and get a little more specific with certain things. And, you know, we haven't completely broken out all the things that we want to do, such as maybe stealing bases at the successful pace we did last year or, you know, holding runners on a certain way uh, with a certain thought and we don't want to tip our hand and we, we really haven't gone forward with a lot of the little smaller things that we have in store. It's not anything trick uh, trickery. There's it's just we're going to go out and play baseball. We're going to play well. We're going to play fundamental baseball and I think these guys are going to pick up right where they left off last year.
3: So now as you point out we're very close to the regular season. Decisions have to be made. Not as many decisions seemingly as you had to make last year um, but Talking to you last year, I find it fascinating the whole war room dynamic of you guys getting in a room and not necessarily making decisions one day, but doing it in multiple times and, and exchanging ideas. If you could just talk a little bit about how that process is and, and really take us inside that room and what the dynamics like.
1: Well, two things lead into that. It's really interesting. While um, these conversations happen, they don't catch us by surprise because as a staff we sit down at, you know, six thirty 7 o'clock every morning and go over a lot of the things that um, you probably do or, you know, the, the normal husband and wife or f- the Boston Red Sox fans go over in their, in their breakfast room or their breakfast table. And what's happening there as well um, is the same things happening up in the front office and in, in the front office having discussions about the same things we are. We all are seeing the same thing. So when we do get down into that war room dynamic, um, we are able to move quickly, rapidly and aggressively in all the areas that we need to. And um, the best part about our front office is that they pay attention to everything that we talk about and everything we say. Ben is the greatest listener I've ever been around, and uh, he listens to everything. He's the one that makes the final decision. As long as we're in that room giving our opinion, that's all we can do. He respects our opinion and then formats a game plan from there.
3: Last year, like I said, there was more decisions to be made. If you can take us through last year what that was like, Having, having had to go through it for the first time with that group, yeah. as you point out, you're kind of hitting the ground running a little bit this year. Right. But what was last year like, especially when you had that Jackie Jackie Bradley decision?
1: Well, that seemed to be the one that we talked about the most, and that's what's coming to my mind right now. I can't really remember last year um, too vividly. But, you know, the, 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 the field staff fought for Jackie uh, to, co- to come in, to come on board. I think Ben was um, initially – thinking that it would be best for Jackie's development to – and it was as we all understood that as well – to go to the minor leagues. But, you know, uh, we thought Jackie could help us win one game, make a one-game difference in New York, uh, get off to a good start, and maybe have, a, you know, the start of his career. But we knew that it was going to be a very tough proposal because he's a young kid, and it's, it's a lot to take on. But we waited out, and we thought that – Left field in New York, opening day weekend, was going to be a real big spot to cover, a lot of ground to cover. And Jackie's an exceptional outfielder. So we felt like he did that. He got us, he won a few innings for us. And we, we talk about winning a pitch, we talk about winning uh, an at bat, we talk about winning an inning, which equates to winning games. And we did that. And for all intent and purposes, we felt like we did a great job in um, putting the right guys out there. The front office was on board, we were on board. It just made a really good decision moving forward to help us win as many games as possible, which is always an advantage in the ALE. So last year, that was probably the biggest decision-making process that we went through, but there were great discussions all the way around.
3: I mean, you look back at it, maybe even a month into the season, you look back at that and you just probably say, oh, well, you know, that was an interesting process of how we got to that and that we were right about that and wrong about that. Did you do that?
1: Yeah. I mean, as, as everybody does, you evaluate what you've done well and what you haven't done well. And um, you don't get it right all the time. And we know that. And you know, when you don't, you, you, you keep pushing forward. And players have limitations. And um, they, they, need to, they need to grow and learn. And you know, maybe we didn't do the best thing at the right time for Jackie. But you know, we won the World Series last year. A lot went right for us last year. And Jackie was a main part of that.
3: All right, well, I hope that you join us once again. And, and maybe, who knows, I'll give you the
1: introduction to Marvin
3: Lester-Gould, and they'll give you some
1: close. I would welcome that. I'm, I'm always um, up for looking a little bit better. I'm not the greatest dresser, but I would welcome that.
3: Well, I mean, you see what I've got going on, so that's the best advertisement I can. So thank you anyway for joining us. Very
1: welcome.
0: New on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you
1: captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking a ship to freedom.
0: An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.
2: Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information.
3: The difference between an agent and a realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are.